Perspectives, different views, one voice. Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. My name is Cam. I'm in the studio with Mo. What happened to the friends? <laughs> well, we're not friends anymore. You can leave it. Mate, I'm not, if I'm not your friend, it's fine. It's fine. It's cold, Joe. You're a good um, friend. Ali. Let's, let's start. Well, anyone catch the fight? Fury and Wilder fight? Um, no, sorry, I didn't. Yeah, no, I watched it. Very, very entertaining fight. Well, from the from the highlight, um, Fury was quite um, disappointed in himself. He wanted to at least go second or third round, and um, but obviously he's gone up to seven round, and it's quite it's quite interesting. I think as what Cam was saying, because I never watched the match myself, but what Cam's saying that uh, um, Wilder was already knocked, was already exhausted within the situation. And um, so, yeah, that's probably the experience. But for me personally, um, Fury, um, Fury is a um, good exp- uh, experienced boxer. He is a fighter. And as what we can acknowledge now from Wilder, he's more as a knockout. So I'll call him the one punch, one punch man. So yeah, have so, you seen a series? Yeah, uh, that is cool. Have you seen One Punch Man? That's one of the best that's animations. Best animation. There's an animation called One Punch Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this fight seems literally like, like One Punch, and that's it. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I missed I missed the fight when it was when it went on live, and I planned planned my whole night, planned to get up at like four to to watch it and get it set up at five o'clock, and I just fell asleep. <laughs> I, I fell asleep and then uh, my missus wakes up and she goes you know it's six o'clock and I was like damn checked and I could you know I could see that the fight finished but I didn't want to know what the result was so I said you know what I'm going to go to bed good old YouTube I'm going to go to bed and wait till it comes on YouTube so yeah. I can catch the full fight and I just wasn't going to check my phone and it's interesting because we live in a world now where information travels so fast so it's like you pick up your phone you're just going to be informed of the result, you know. It's, true, yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's crazy the world we live in, you know, how fast that sort of stuff travels. So waited till about nine o'clock, made sure I avoided any um, form of media that could have, te- you know, could have informed me as to the result. And then I watched it on YouTube, full fight. And you know what? I wasn't surprised at the result. I, you know, I thought from the first fight, I thought Fury won that fight. I think, yeah. I think it only became a draw because Wilder dropped him. And Wilder did what you know what he's supposed to do. The only thing is he just didn't keep him down. That's it. I think, I think in the last last fight it was a boxing masterclass where Fury completely outboxed him, and he did the same thing today. I mean, he did the same thing with this fight. Wilder just looked like a completely different person. Like he just didn't look himself. He really didn't, and he probably wasn't prepared for what was no. to come. I must admit, though, Fury did come differently to this fight because literally as soon as the first bell rang in the first round, Fury just comes running straight at him and you could just see Wilder was just really not ready. Because like, like, that was not part of the game. Yeah, the he's game just not ready. For Fury to try to move around, to try to mm. keep out of reach and not mm-hmm. for Fury to take it to him. Mm-hmm. And as I said, he took everyone... took it straight to him. My, my Tyson has got a call. Everyone has a plan until they get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line I've ever seen. Every boxer has a two when you eat that punch in that ring, <laughs> yeah. you know there's no running space. Right? That's it, it's a different game. You know, but you know uh, you know, Wilder's dangerous with that right hook. It's like I've never seen anyone that can just knock someone out yeah. just from that like, like, 
it's so dangerous. And some people turn around and say, yeah, but he can't box. But, bro, if he catches you with that, you're finished. I, I know, but, but it's dangerous. It's, it's, it's dangerous. And it's worked. And it's worked for 40... Well, it's just 40, 40 it's worked for 41 fights for him. That's, that strategy's worked. 41 fights. But it was, it was <laughs> never going to take... It could all only take him so far. As in, the technical ability clearly proves that no matter how lucky of a puncher or powerful or whatever, as long as your technical ability is there, you're always going to outclass certain fighters like that. Yeah. yeah. Then that's the thing, obviously, with the game of boxing, that's part of it. I think that's mm. his skill in itself, to have that power, because mm-hmm. a lot of boxers would love to have that power. Yeah. So that's to his benefit. Mm-hmm. But then it's always one thing where you're so reliant on that. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, it. That's the thing, because he doesn't have a plan B. No. It's mm-hmm. just that plan A. Yeah. And when that plan A doesn't work, he's in trouble. And that's something he can he should have seen even from the first fight with Fury. Mm-hmm. The alarm bells were there. Yeah. He had to say that, you know what, when this trying to find this one punch to land that one punch, when that's not working and the person is able-footed, Fury, Fury is just, I don't know how that guy does it, six foot something, how he moves around so yeah. fluently. Like, once you know that's happening, then you need to think about what is my plan B, plan C. You need to, like, think of those levels. And, it's not even- and I still feel like he just went in there with his plan A because... As, as you said, 41 fights, it's always work. Why mm-hmm. change it? And no, you get docked in the face. <laughs> what, what is so funny about it, the critical part of it, is that I'm sure Fury has analysed him as well. You of understand? Course. Properly. Like, if, as what you mentioned, if you don't have plan B, what else, what other option you have? So, as you said, Mo, first round, he was just at him, like yeah, a, like a work wilder. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that kind of like, level, it will show that, OK, I'm ready for this guy. But then what's so funny about Fury as well, which he mentioned that he's got a new manager. Yeah. So, but a new new trainer. trainer. So a lot of people was quite um, um, hesitating and trying to give him that, are you sure what you're doing is correct? And he said, no, I've got all my trust with him. And obviously all that technical movement, the training that he did, he said he implemented exactly that into the fight. And then what I've, when I watched his, um, his bio as well, what he mentioned as well, what I realised about his family, because he's a gypsum kin, what I realised his family, each one of his, his, his bloodline, they were fighters, like normal fighters. So thinking, if someone... <laughs> I agree. Someone mentioned that it reminds him of watching, you know that Brad Pitt movie? Snatch, Snatch yeah. <laughs> How was that? I know, I haven't seen uh, that. He's still still to get up. up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I didn't watch that movie. Oh, I but need to watch it. It's, it's funny. The, yeah, it's, it's one really of the good, good, good movies. It's, it's a classic. But trust me, yeah, it's a classic movie. The way he ended that fight, though, uh, I must admit, he's funnier than most comedians out there because Fury is just too much jokes. He ended it by singing a song to the crowd. Um, I don't know if you know it. There's one What's that? old go. school song called "Bye Bye Miss American Pie." <laughs> And he got everyone to sing along as well. I just thought, nah, he's mocking. He is mocking. No, that was a good entertainment, though. That was a good entertainment. He is entertainment. Fury is entertainment. You should say something in it. Like, I'm a hater when it comes to Fury. Yeah. I'm a straight up hater. I root for the black person. Wow, but I'll 100% say it, mate. So, obviously, as a boxer, I know that he's a good boxer, but I'm guided that Wilder lost. You should have seen Wilder's walking. Because yeah. um, it was sort of like an homage to like all these um, black, powerful black. Because it's Black History Month in America. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had all these pictures of different black um, inspirational figures. And he and get he knocked had, out like that. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I, saw, yeah. I saw him sitting he had, down. He had, a, he had a mask on which had like black diamonds on it. 
and it was like a helmet or whatever, and it had a crown as well, a black crown. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah, one of the mentions. that he lost, man. I'm picturing him, we were sitting down in the boxing wing, right? He sat down like that. It's like he was knocked out and he was just sitting down. Is that... Oh, yeah, I heard people singing, sit back down, what you mean? <laughs> sit really, back man? down, what you mean? Yeah, he got knocked oh, on his bum. Trolling, <laughs> knocked on his bum. But what do we think, though? He's going to come in as a rematch or a third match? What? No, I think, it's, got... I think Fury's going to want to go for Joshua. Fury's going to want, but then Wilder's defending his title, so he is entitled to a rematch. Of course, you, you mentioned something important. You, what? What you say? I said it depends on the clause in the contract, but I presume I'm sure he would not have. He must have some activation clause. Yeah, yeah. yeah so of course, you mentioned something important. You said that how if Wilder was smart, it would have gone for AJ. Can you elaborate into that? I just think, like, obviously, with the way Wilder's fight is here, Fury is always as a boxer, any boxer in that yeah. division, you have to be wary of Fury. Yeah, you have all to. of them. Because for me, when it comes to a point. What twelve rounds based on point Fury is winning hands down. Like it makes no sense. If you're not able to knock him, knock him down, he's going to win that fight. So any boxer, especially a boxer like Wilder, because Joshua could actually box. Yeah. Like people keep talking about, he went to the Olympics. Olympics was all about boxing technical for points, like technical yeah. ability. So he could actually box. That's why Joshua switched it up when he had the the rematch with the what, what was that? Reed. Fat guy that got, got money and the money got to his head. Yeah, but that was it. The guy was crying after the fight. Oh, should have trained harder. Uh, <laughs> idiot, man. The money got to his head. Why was flashing it? That's what happened. Yeah. But also got, yeah. got to his head and stuff. Yeah, but that's why and Joshua was able. Joshua has a plan B. He's able mm. to switch up and fight that kind of style to win on points. Whereas with with what's his name, Wilder, what I was saying, because of this type of style that he has, for me, if I was in his management team. That fury would have been a wide swipe for me, man. Yeah. Would have been like, nah, been don't, go there. don't go there. Fight Joshua. <laughs> you have a chance of knocking this guy out. Because yeah. Joshua, you can always catch Joshua. That's the problem. And, the thing and is with the kind of powerful punches that he has, if he lands one yeah. with Joshua, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Yeah, Joshua's not that strong as well. Yeah. He's not getting back up. He's not getting back up. He's not getting He's back not up. He's not built like that. That's, yeah. that's why I said that. But then obviously, after, I said that after the draw, but I think after <laughs> the draw, it was too late. He had to, like, it was the mandatory challenger, I believe. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But the gypsy people are quite strong, though. For me, that's the stereotype, man. Why would you say that? Because for I, me, it's I've a worked, stereotype. No, but I've How worked with gypsies? gypsies. I worked with gypsies. How many gypsies do you know? How many gypsies do you know? Yeah, Personally, I know quite a lot of a handful. <laughs> <laughs> a handful. They're quite, they're quite strong. They're strong people. Strong, and how do they show you how strong they are? By physical way of working. Like well, I see black how people physical... How they work. How they work. Construction, so. In construction. I see people what bricks and stuff. Back home and stuff. What, people do that? That's not. Well, I'm talking well, about. I'm, to, I'm talking about hair. Nah, I'm not talking about I back just, home. Back no, home is a, no, because it's a different I guess environment. When you talk about black, black is black, isn't it? Whether yeah. you're back home, you're here. You still yeah. have that strength. Is whether you use it. You're not doing that, that same manual labor. But mm. if you're be, to be doing that manual labor, it doesn't mean you can't do it. I just feel like it's a stereotype that they go with these. Um, no, but with, personally, it, it might be a stereotype. But gypsies are still strong. I think they're strong. I, I think they're strong. They're strong. They are strong people. Snatching stuff helps fulfill yeah. those kind of perspectives. Different views, one, one voice. voice. We're moving on. Um, anyone catch the Brits this week? Brit Awards. Uh, actually, I, I did it. No, I just watched. 
I watched the Stormzy yeah. and Dave performance, but I didn't, I didn't catch it. I didn't watch the award show. I, I, I saw Dave's performance. I didn't actually catch Stormzy's performance. Uh, no, it's really, really good performance, man. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Stormzy, man. I feel like those guys are like at their full front, especially the pinnacle of where they've gone in their career. They could choose to, to not tackle some of these issues mm. within our community and not talk about it. But I just give them like... Um, what they say, kudos or whatever they say, man. I give them a bit of fin for actually tackling this. Yeah. Because that Dave performance, like, what did that, you, what that, did you that, make of it? That Dave performance was powerful. It was really powerful, and I just thought I liked, I liked aesthetically how it was presented as yeah. well when he was on the piano. Yeah. And saw the images that popped up on the piano when he when he was performing, and yeah, it was just you. I I could feel, I felt the passion in the performance. And that's what I like to see when I see those sort of things. I like to feel the passion from the from the performer, and he definitely conveyed that in that in that performance. It was, it was, was that two? Was that two piano? Was it? it had two yeah, sides. Two sides, sides in it. Yeah, yeah, I thought he. I thought he. Could, he was. He's actually technical. Can he? He can play. Yeah, play yeah this is what I'm saying. This is yeah, the he, guy. He, he's talented like that. He's very yeah. talented, he could yeah. play. I like, saw that. Yeah, he's a proper musician, man. That's what's good to see because yeah. I've been trying to convince my my son. He's doing piano lessons, but he doesn't see because a lot of the times they're doing it, they're like, oh, what am I going to do with this? They don't see what the benefit is or the outcome of some of these things. So when they watch these kind of things, I say to them, look, you actually, even if you are a musician, you don't just have to rap. You could actually make your own music. This is what you can see what he's doing. You know what I mean? And for me, as a musician, as a rapper, you get extra credit for being able to do stuff like that. That's why I believe that. I believe that. That's what you say. You're right. So that was good to see. Yeah, I think for me, when I. Because when I first listened, I had no idea he could play the piano. So I knew before this performance, and for me, that is something I find really impressive when you're yeah. an artist and you could play, you know, certain instruments. Because then, you, you know, I guess from that, it's, there's something to be said about artists that can play instruments. Yeah. Can write, you know, especially can write music as well. Yeah. I think there was a performance he had on the BBC. That was the first time I knew that the guy could actually play the piano. He was playing it. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Okay. And he was playing on it. On, on but then I think, obviously, the message as well, that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing I say about like, these guys. And I feel like people have to be brave. And these young men are setting the trend of being brave. In the, in the kind of climate that they're in, they could choose not to tackle this. And we know a lot of musicians have come and gone and never mentioned some of these issues that are going on. Our generation. Yeah, our generation. And yeah. I feel like I give them credit for being able to do <laughs> so that. Like, when crew, you look at the yeah. stuff that, that he was saying, because he mentioned... Um, Grenfell Tower again did, about yeah. them not getting even this, some of them are still looking for accommodation, housing accommodation yeah. and stuff yeah. like that and then he mentioned about Boris being racist and, yeah. and, and he talked about equality and how mm. equality is not do you know what I mean some of the stuff mm. that he's saying in mm. there it's like wow and I like the way he turned it in that you know he said there's words of we're the least racist you know but the least racist is still racist, racist. Yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you like the play on words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, was that his? Um, was that his like opening or what? Or was it just a performance? That was towards the, from what I saw, the performance. Anyway, that was towards the, that was when the, you know, the other. I, I don't know. Most probably someone famous, but mm. I don't care about these people, man. The other person that started playing the piano. Mm. You must probably know him, come. Who? The, you know the other person yeah, that came to next, play on the, on, on the other on, side? I don't know who he oh, okay. is. It's supposed to be people that know about music thinking, these guys, how can you not know this guy? Anyway, I don't know him, but... <laughs> oh, he's also when, famous. I don't know, most I probably. Think, I feel like he's a, he's a producer that worked with Dave, um, and I don't want to get his name wrong. Might end with, his surname might end with Fraser. Um, I've got oh, what, was he from N-Dubs you're talking about? No, no, no. Oh. No. Oh. 
But I, I, I mean, we'll end up with, I mean, with that being said, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I for said me, Fraser, like, for me, like I listen to Dave's. I, I, like, I'm not someone who listens to a lot of like British music or British urban, you know, urban music because I could. I think from when I was younger, I listened to a lot more American stuff. I was much more influenced by that, and I had family in America as well, so I was more into sort of hip hop and rap. But like I see now, how the UK um, urban scene is starting to pick up. I mean, it's always had a bit of a buzz but even when I speak to like younger people and how they see things some of them don't listen to American artists they don't listen to any young people don't listen, listen to, to not American artists they're just looking to UK artists yeah that's all they do is I never to knew UK that artists. so it's, 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 it's changing now it's oh, yeah, it's completely changed I, but I must say for me personally I don't listen to American artists hence the reason why you mentioned Pop Smoke mm-hmm. like, who's this guy and I only knew of him when he passed because I don't yeah I was like, the same as I well I don't listen to no, I don't <laughs> listen to so, so like what, what, the what, only what, people what? that I'll listen to will be Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole. Like, oh, I school. follow them religiously. What about old school? If they release something, oh, yeah, 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 I'll yeah. listen like Dreamville. I'll listen to those kind of... Because I listen to their album. And, yeah. and I like stuff like that because I'm a bit more on the conscious side of it. They're quite introspective, like the, though. Yeah, with their, yeah, with their, so with, like, with their yeah. stuff. And obviously in the UK, like... How about the old school, though, in America? Yeah, so who do you listen to in the UK, then? In the UK, I listen to a lot of Wretch, a lot of Kano, um, a lot of... I've, I've actually like Crepton Conan's album is really good, man. They is play it? on really? words. Oh really? my days! Hey, it's one of the if you like lyrical content, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the best albums I've heard. No, I need they to get, play I need to on words. Ah, oh, this is the stuff. Yeah, I didn't want to give them a chance because I'm like Crepton Conan. They were not really down my avenue of like people that I listen to. Mm-hmm. But I remember on one of the platforms we were talking about new albums and stuff, and Kofi put on Crepton Conan. I'm like Crepton Conan. What are you talking about? And it was just like, have a listen to this specific song. I started listening to the album. I could have that album on repeat. Just the play on really? words. They say certain words here. It's oh, just funny. It's just, <laughs> something about... Oh, something I smacked Jack and Daniel. Just, they, they were playing on the scene about being in the club. Like, look, trust me, man. Like, J-Hoss, though. j Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's J-Hoss, another, his album Z. I've been listening to. It's sick. Yes. For me, I like him. What about the old school though? Do you are you into it? See, even like people like Jay Huss. I don't listen. He, just, Fam, like, he's a I musician, probably, man. Man, Gucci. No, that's not that's. Fair. Yeah, but I, I for me personally, um, um, Dave, um, when was it you that uploaded into the? Yeah, I said. Yeah, when I, I I listened to it and I was thinking, damn, these these black black artists are quite young. They're very young. Yeah, yeah. It's Revenge is Sweet. It's that album. Revenge is Sweet and Crepton Corner. They are so excellent. They are in, Have a listen. They're in the oh, early oh, yeah. they are in the early stage, in the early twenties, and they're so young. And as what you mentioned, they're tackling the situation. It is so it is inspiring. Yeah. And and the atmosphere that when Dave was performing, I'm thinking, damn. Okay, it might be a time where it's going to die off, but the fact that it's in history now is something to be remembered. Mm. But and you know that's what's what important is. I, th- I think for me, when I had a little... Because I was, I was into music production and all these kind of stuff. And the key thing I say to people is about being authentic. When you're authentic, longevity is easy to maintain. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah People like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, they do their own stuff. They do stuff that they feel like they need to put out there. They're not following and the trend. They're not following or, the trend. Yeah. And that's the stuff like Dave and stuff are doing. Mm-hmm. So someone like Dave... David could be like Nas easily because you're still relevant somehow when yeah. you drop something because people know what to expect of you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that authenticity of how they are, and this is the and the only reason why I say they're authentic because they're touching on things that 
a lot of people will shy away because of some of the bad press that could bring that could come your way. Yeah. Because of how you could be viewed in the public 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 eye. David's done stuff like talking about Theresa May, Grenfell. Yeah, May he's like literally like and, and Stormzy has done the same thing as well. I like Stormzy. Stormzy album is actually really good as well. I listened to, listen to his first album, which I liked. I thought that was good. It's, it's album. Really so, good. so, yeah, Z, Dave, all them guys that have them on repeat, man. And, yeah, now Krypton Conan. Apart from really? them, Jay Huss. Jay Huss, Jay Huss talks like about stuff, album. yeah. But Jay Huss will make their bangers as well with it. Like, okay. when you listen to his album, he's talking about some real stuff as well. He is. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Huss, is, he's a serious guy. Now, I like I Jay need Huss. To get, yeah, I need to give him a chance. No, no, he's Jay good. Huss his album, his new serious. album is good. Jay Huss is one of the I'm best. I've I've seen, he's one of the best, best artists I've, in the UK. I've, I've, hands down. Because no, yeah. I've seen things. Is people, he number one as well? I've seen things where people have said, like, Jay Huss. What? He's probably like. No, his new album is good. He's serious. Since he came out of prison. I know his album's number one. album. And, you know, I know. Definitely, and, and I've heard like so many people say to me. I think even in some of the groups I'm in, like people talking about Jay Huss and just saying like, he's, he's the best. Yeah, he's he's, he's definitely one of the best out there, man. <laughs> he's got a song because he's got he's got one song with Burner Boy, and he's got some he's got yeah, a song with Coffee as well on his album. He's got got a few mixtures in there. The Coffee one was sick as well. Yeah, I like that. He, he makes he makes some serious songs. But the UK, I don't know why you guys are sleeping on the UK. But you know what? American music for me is bubble gum. No, 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 no. It's like for me personally, like for me, my opinion on the UK is this grill music. I'm not too nah, touchy then, about it. But then that's much. the thing, though. The UK that's is not sub, just about drill; it's a subgenre. Sub yeah. yeah, but I think about, they the good drill is like they are over overdoing it too much. What do you mean overdoing? Like for example, there's um, that light skin guy. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, no, talking about Fredo. Yeah, Fredo, for example. When he did one of the... I'm sure he did a grill, grill music, right? He... he trap, if you want yeah. to say. A trap or something like that. But there is certain artists that are doing trap or grill music, and it's nice, and I like it. But most of these upcoming artists, like, for example, like... Um, YouTubers, for example, most of them are. Who's YouTubers though? Like you can't, you can't, you can't pass, you can't <laughs> well, pass like, a thing about, like that, yeah. Well, and just say YouTubers. Like, like yeah. what some, are you talking some, about? Someone whose drill was Heady One. He's drill music. Yeah, you see him. Man. He's touch and go for me, you know, Heady One. Really? Yeah, like <laughs> I like him here yeah, on verses than him his actual songs. Because I feel like he's a really good rapper. When I hear him on other verses, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's going. But when I listen to his actual songs, I don't like his... Personally, his style of music, I don't like. Okay. Like, that's the thing. So when you mention Drill, I'm not really a Drill fan like that. I can understand why the young people... Because for me, I just feel like it's repetitive. That's what I'm trying to say. Personally, but then I must say, obviously growing up, listening to certain music, the older generation thought the same way. So I will take that on board and be like, yeah, it's because of my generation and stuff. So I'm not really bought into Drill, but when it comes to like... The rap, or even like Fredo, the traps and stuff. I'm like, yeah, they're doing some really good stuff. I feel like they're making some really, really good music. The drill, some of it is hit and miss for me. Yeah, Most of it is a miss, but I must say I'm not really that into it. But I don't have a problem against it because the drill for me is reflective of the communities that they live in. They're just talking about the same stuff because you know there's been conversations about drill music and the influence and stuff. Yeah. That's just like when rap music came out, there was conversations about that, and I just feel like it's part and parcel of always trying to. Because these young people are making a career for themselves mm -hmm. where it would have never existed. Plus, mm -hmm. they have media platforms mm -hmm. that they could become famous through. Yeah. The thing that is very interesting, though, in that whole conversation is about... Because some, some, some of them are famous through their notor notoriety. No notoriety, yeah. Notoriety, yeah. So due to that, it's almost like you have to like keep doing grimy stuff 
in order for to, you to, to get more. Yeah, that that that, that that's the only aspect of it that I'm not really too sure that influence social media what, has on it. What do you think about the King of North? Who's that? Bugs, 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 Bugsy Malone. Bugs I like Malone. Bugs Malone. He's I doing like well. Bugs is a good rapper. I watched the, you know, I watched the movie. I watched the gentleman uh, with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Bugsy oh, Malone. I still want to watch that. I still want to watch that. He popped up in it, yeah, man. I was like, wow, like, gentleman. This with Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, it's one of the new ones. Yeah, 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 what, yeah, is it a movie? Yeah. The New Age yeah, Snatch yeah, yeah. and Takeover <laughs> Snatch. It's made by the director who made Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah, I like Guy Ritchie. His films are hit and miss sometimes as well. But yeah, no, I think most of his films are good. No, nah, not most of it, man. There I think is, most got, of them are good. I like him. He's got some really good him. ones, and yeah, he's got yeah, some. He has had the he's got some really misses. Miss, misses, man. He has had a few. Also, Bugs Malone is in there. Yeah. What? He's a good rapper. Was it a short? A good rapper. Was it a short scene? Was it a short scene? Was it like a cameo? No, no, he played a character in there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Character. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Do you know what I like about Bugsy? I think he's a good rapper. I personally think he's a good rapper, but I think, especially in the UK scene, where it's mostly dominated by London artists. Yeah. For someone like him to be able to... And he makes really good music. Him and who's the other guy? There's, this There's guy another one. Yeah. yeah. The, no, no, no. Oh, it, it's hard. Which one? Yeah, 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 Which one? Which one? <laughs> Is it H? 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 Yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. from Manchester. He's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's him and then there's this other guy, man. Who's the guy? Another black one, right? Another black guy. He wears yeah, big jeans. Like, yeah, he likes yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one. I forgot. Mist. Ah, that's the name. Mist. Mist. Oh, okay. Mist. Yeah, Mist yeah, is hard. Yeah. It took me ten ten minutes, man, just to find this name, man. I think Mist is really good, man. Well, I'm really into really? UK. I think someone like him, like I, I just haven't really listened. I've seen no, him featured on songs. No, but I haven't. Good. He's got he's got a few bangers. I, I like I like UK. For me, I just only listen to UK anyway. I don't because the American stuff is like. <sighs> I think for me with America, I like the production. It's the production I like. I like I've always liked. I've always liked the, the songs production. are silly. Man. It depends on what you talking because I'm not even talking. I don't like, who do you like, listen to? See, I listen to Kendrick Lamar. I listen to J Cole. I listen to like Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean's um, a good rapper. I listen to Big Sean. He's very, under, to he's very under, underestimated. He's, he's underrated. Underrated, I should he's say. He's definitely yeah. underrated. He's a really, um, really good rapper. Who, who else? Obviously, I listen to Drake as well. Yeah. Um, so it's people, you know, I listen, I listen to artists that... Are, I, I like Meek Mill as well. Yeah, I like me. I like me. So that's what I'm saying. I don't listen to that, like I don't listen to like mumble rappers or anything, but I do like certain songs. Like I like Future. I do like some of Future's tracks, especially the turn up tracks as well. Yeah, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm indifferent <laughs> when I hear it. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm indifferent. My wife into, is into stuff like that. My wife really? loves trap. Oh yeah, she goes crazy. <laughs> mumble rap, whatever, man. Yeah, she goes crazy. I like, I like people like Kodak Black. I like his music. Yeah, he's um, good. I, like I him. think he's good. Yeah. Who, who else? Um, no, but then that's the thing. You see, some of these people, yeah, the type of person they are, I don't like. Because Kodak Black, a lot of the stuff that he says, yeah, yeah. like just, that, that just makes me like switch off on yeah. him whatsoever. Like, but it's all about media, you know. He just want to get attention. Nah, nah, he says, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. He like, said he wild he things. He said some wild things. No, no, it's just nah, that are unforgivable. You personally, do you don't do that. Even, yeah. even like, even like the baby. I like some of the songs he's come out with. Who is well. the baby? The baby. The baby. He's, he's, yeah, that's, the, the baby? that's an artist. That's his name. Is he new? <laughs> no, he's, nah, he's been like, around for a bit. Shug. His name, you, you man. Heard it. <laughs> Shug. Shug. He's been around for a bit. There's lots of baby artists, though. Uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Baby, the baby. The baby. The baby. And what's the baby? Shug. 
He's got bump on Broadway. He's, he's got baby with little baby. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> the babies. Well, is it? You, know, you never heard Shook by the baby? Oh, wow. Nah, nah, I think nah, you nah. know the bop one. Yeah, I, know the I must probably know the song, but I don't really know the song. It's crazy, man. Yeah. For me, I mainly listen to Afrobeats. Bashment. That's the thing. I'm, I'm with you as well on that. Afro beats and Bashment. You did say something interesting about Afro beats because you mentioned, I think, it was episodes before that. Obviously, because you got you got kids in the house. Yeah. A lot of American music is there's a lot of you know there's a lot of, um, lot of the inappropriate language, language yeah, in there. Whereas with Afro beats, you can play that in the background yeah. and none, there's no inappropriate language, yeah. and so you probably have that playing yeah. around for the children. Definitely. But I can see yeah. it slowly yeah. coming up though. No, the, but yeah, then yeah, there's a problem with Afro beats in the yeah. sense that so obviously in my in, in the house we don't watch music videos, especially American. So they could like the yeah, song yeah. and stuff because mm-hmm. obviously the list you get in the car, the radios on, they hear stuff. My daughter sings certain songs, and I'm like, oh, I don't even know that <laughs> these songs. That she knows all the lists, but they don't watch music videos because of some of the inappropriate stuff that you see in there. Okay. Plus, obviously, on the radio, it's filtered in regards to the language, so they'll yeah. cut out some of the stuff. But then the stuff of Afrobeats, when we, I even looked into playing some of the videos, have you seen how raunchy some of the videos are? Yes, yeah. yeah. We must also say you're watching yeah, yeah, an American yeah. video, yeah. so there's no point. So I don't watch Afrobeats videos, I just it's play too, the tracks yeah. because it's like, and that's the thing I always find difficult. Why do we always have to like panda? Like, Afrobeats is doing its own thing, like, you don't have to do your music. You slowly want to, to yeah. see what. Americans have been doing. But it's not really Americans. And, and that's the, the thing viewers. I like about nice no, Americans. Personally, those type of raunchy videos for me personally came from America. That's what I like about the UK scene because the UK scene don't have to do that. A lot of the Dave and Finn and Kano and stuff, their videos is not about that. What, yeah, but whatsoever. But then they're influenced yeah. also by American artists. No, I'm not for example, that they're not influenced. Like Nas, for example, like Dr. Dre or. Mm. Or or, or um, Jay Z, but obviously, as what you said, they do implement their own style. I do see what it. you mean, though, about the videos. Though they don't show a lot of that no. that sort of stuff. It's not no, they sure, don't, they don't. you know, I think their their videos are definitely more reflective yeah. of their environment, mm. and they're sort of showing the reality of where they're from. It's not necessarily about conveying any sort of like girls just they're shaking their bum yeah. for no apparent reason for 10 seconds of my time like wow like seriously <laughs> guys, guys have you know have you noticed about this artist in um uk artist he has a mask on yeah he was on the what i don't like him why is he having a, a, a mask on? i don't I think he's he, that good personally me he's got a big following man he might he do but for me personally i was big I, following. the thing is He's one of those artists I saw that I've never really caught into caught onto his music because I don't know it's just. But I must say though, he was explaining why he wears the mask yeah, yeah, on the yeah, nasty yeah. show, and it was really I really like what what he was why saying. He but in, yeah, what was it? He was saying that obviously in the whole celebrity like you go everywhere that you go, people are troubling you. Yeah. This that this that. But for him. He wears the mask to protect his identity in that way so he could have a private life. Okay. So, like, literally, five minutes before he gets home is when he takes the mask off. He could walk down the road and no one will know who he is. Mm-hmm. And he, he likes that <laughs> element of trying to live a normal life whilst being a celebrity as such, per okay. se. Because he, he'll be able to... He could distinguish between the two, clearly. But if, how long? If he goes missing now, let's say he doesn't have a hit for the rest of his life, working in whatever thing. You're not going to say, oh, what happened to you, M. Hunter? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> you don't have to deal with this. And you don't have to deal with this constant mental Subs- thing of, yeah. oh, I need another hit. Oh, mm-hmm. I need... Because that's the stuff where people say, where sometimes for celebrities, you can imagine even people... And I'm going to touch on Love Island because I was listening to a few things oh, yeah, about please, Love Island. Please, right? let's do. And you could talk about... You literally just came out of Love Island. 
you have a buzz. Everyone wants to have you everywhere. You go to club, it's free, all these kind of stuff. Then what, a month, three months time, no one cares about you because that's there's it. someone else that's come through Love Island. Imagine that that hysteria that you had at one point of you mm. being the key person that everyone knows to mm. now no one cares. The glory. Mm. And it's like, how do you try to get that buzz back? Yeah. It must be, it must be really challenging. Yeah, I can imagine, right? yeah. So when he was explaining it that way, it was very interesting and I was like, okay, that's really good that for you, I can understand why you want to do that. So it, for me, it's really, really good and interesting explanation that he gave on a nasty show. Perspectives, different views, one, one voice. So I was listening to LBC. Don't ask me why I'm back on LBC, but <laughs> I feel like generally I like to hear conversations, even if I don't agree. Okay. So I'm back on there because I don't. 90% I don't agree with what they're saying, <laughs> but I just like the topics that they discuss. Yeah. And I like to understand the viewpoint of people that call in. Because you... And I feel like you grow a lot of the times by listening to people that you disagree with. Because yeah. just like Chrissy, which one do you listen to? I don't I don't mind. I don't have a preference. I just switch on the light. I'll be going home now. I'll turn it on. Whoever is on, I just oh, listen okay. to. I don't have specific because the problem I have is I will not sit at home and listen to LBC. Okay. Personally I won't do it's that. on your journey. Your like, journey. If I'm in the car, I'll switch yeah. it on and listen to whatever conversations they're having. So I'm not that religious or anything like that. But they were talking about the whole um, what's her name? The lady that passed away, Caroline. Caroline, Caroline Black, Black. and yeah. some of the mental issues that she was going through, and all those kind of stuff, yeah. and the history around the mental state of celebrities. And actually, the, the key point that they made: apparently, some salons in the north or somewhere have um, made released a statement saying that they're not going to be um, buying any uh, these press, like you know, these celebrity magazines anymore. They're not going to have any of them in their really? in the salons. Yeah. Based on this Where? Caroline Flack stuff that happened, because it's the because it's the invasion of privacy in it. I always feel that even as a celebrity, you need to have a bit of a private life. Yeah. But in regards to the press, in order to sell, they need to find out all sorts of stuff. They must be digging through your bin just mm-hmm. to find out. Oh, he bought <laughs> bloody pizza from Pizza, and then write that. <laughs> it's a non-story, but someone's going to read about it. And and I guess those salons are making that decision because they feel like there's too much invasion of privacy, which is then led to someone doing something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you say that. Like my my missus said to me yesterday, she said there was an article um, that Kanye West, I think Kim Kardashian went into KFC and Kanye West went and let her all the chips, and we were like, why is that even news? You know, it's just like, it's it's like, but then you start talking about it. You saw the way I was good. I was like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, but what I'm going to try and say as well, yeah. Um, but don't you want to know why, though? You want to know? I'm just messing around, yeah. But the the way the way we're moving forward now has what you guys have just brought up. It's like the world is all about media, and the world is all about what we know and what we are information when they're getting. If if we are celebrating, for example, LDL perspective is going to be a, going to be um, LDN LDN. Sorry, my listeners. Yeah, LD, our name, L, LDN perspective going to elevate in somehow. We have to prepare for this. You get it. It depends on the exposure, though. Sometimes no, but, how but, do you no, really no, prepare for no, that's what I'm trying exposure. to say. This is what I'm trying to say. Like as a as an individual, you have to prepare that you're going to become famous. You're going to become this certain keys in your life. You have to prepare for it because it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a situation where your life's going to be turned around, and these media or these social journalists they need information. They need it's like it's like selling point. 
You know what I mean? It's like selling point. I need information from you. I don't care how I get it. As long as I get that information, it's benefiting me. I don't care how if I'm going to destroy you or hurt you or stab you. I just, I just need it for my own benefit because at the same time, for me personally, I want to be known. I want to be out there as well. So I heard, what you, I heard what you're saying, right? But like even in the chips, as what Cam just mentioned, is still relevant because some people, the people, the people in this earth, some of them are just, they've got a fan base that they're just craving for every information of their fan. Does that make sense? Like, they want to know everything. If they, the fan even go to the toilet, they want to know what the fan is. You want eat. to know what everything. type of shit that they drop, man. Yeah, so... Big ones it's, it's, the it's, fan or the celebrity? Well, the celebrity as the fan. You know what I mean? Like, they need to... The fans want to know everything like the celebrity. celebrity. So it's just... It's a... Purpo- no, but then that's the thing. issue. You need to understand But that. then that's the thing. It's a mental issue, but it's created by the media. Because, yeah. like, it becomes a thing of... I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. Yeah, how many? And, and if you're feeding into it to say, how many can you provide? Actually, I digged up that thing that I said about I am Caroline Flack. So this was in the Independent two days ago. Yeah. And the headline is Caroline Flack's death prompts hair and beauty salons to boycott gossip magazines. So hair and beauty salons across the UK have announced they will no longer be providing their customers with gossip, gossip, gossip magazines to read, I should say. And I guess, obviously, this is just down the whole idea of the death and the invasion of privacy and stuff. Yeah. Which is interesting, because I'm thinking, why is it taking this long for for someone to actually make such a, a stand? But what's the entertainment? Well, as a, say, for example, if our missus going to a salon, staying there for, what, good two hours, doing your hair, what's... What entertainment would you have? You just say that. There's so many different things. There's <laughs> no, magazines I'm a, about. <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I don't understand. No, I don't but understand. Then, no, but then that, sta- I mean? that statement almost that statement is loaded in in a sense that yeah. you're saying that most women that go in there that's the prime thing to entertain themselves about. It's almost like not everyone is that fickle. We know that there is a market for such things, but I can't say everyone that walks into a salon. Is that fickle just to go through gossip magazines? Because, if you get what I mean, like because there, there there's be, fashion magazines. Yeah, there's fashion. There could be about I don't know house. There could be about career. There yeah, could be about property. property there finance, could be about all sorts yeah. of different things. No, so, I heard you, I heard so you, it doesn't just have to be about the celebrity and stuff. Perspectives, different views, one, one voice. voice. But in I wanted to throw something in. Um, I know I heard Piers Morgan speaking about how. Do you think a lot of it is fueled by? Um, our generation being too soft and too Meaning, sensitive. Hypersensitive. Yeah. So um, his, his argument is that he prefers the good old days where people didn't really take everything so personally. Um, you could say something and no one, everyone isn't going to attack you because you've said it. You have to be really, really nice about it or whatever and stuff like that. People are more concerned with how things are said as opposed to what was actually said. If you get what I mean. Uh, thanks for bringing that up because me and Cam was talking about that. No, I think we were talking yeah. about Dwayne Wade and Boosie. Um, so Dwayne Wade has been doing a lot of interviews regarding his son, mm. who's who's come out as as transgender. He identifies as as, as, as being a girl, and I think Bo- well, no, Boosie on his Instagram wasn't happy with that and he 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 had a bit of an outburst yeah on on, on Instagram saying you know and I'm not going to repeat it word for word but he just kind of said you know don't don't allow the child to be making these sort of decisions at that age 
Um, and Which is right. You know, and he said, well, you know, the child is... If, if your child is gay, then your child is gay. That's absolutely fine. But don't allow your child to make these sort of decisions where they could go through gender reassignment. Because I think he was more banging down on the fact that you could potentially allow your child to go through the surgery. I don't think... Dwayne no, Wade but he never, Dwayne Wade never had never even said that. Yeah, None of that was ever mentioned. Mm. So I think he was jumping the gun a bit. But as a result of saying that, the gym in which he made this announcement, because you could see when he was making an announcement on his phone, you could see the, the gym, sort of the sign of the gym at the back. They banned him. What? They banned Boosie from going to the gym. Apparently, and I read that it's because the manager of the gym is gay. Oh, that's what, I swear that's illegal. And because of that outburst, they you know they said and Boosie. Yeah, well, you see what, and, and I mean, I don't know. If, I don't feel like he said anything offensive about. I mean, he he voiced his opinion, and he did it in a bit of an outburst. But I don't think it was offensive enough for it, for them to start, you know, to ban him from going to the gym just because he voiced his opinion. And I think that's but, where some of the hypersensitivity comes into play. I think the danger from it though is his outburst of jumping the gun now caused so many other people to start attacking Dwayne Wade, and. Attacking. Well, why did they feel it necessary to bring this out in the public thing anyway? Why? No, but that's the thing. He was just generally going through his experience of his child and the struggles that he was going through in terms of how his child was identifying themselves. I just, I just say, look, at the end of the day, when you're in the limelight, someone like Dwayne, what was this? Dwayne Wade, that's the person married to, what's her name, isn't it? Gabriel Union. Gabriel, 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 Gabriel yeah. Union and stuff. When you're in the limelight and you bring stuff, stuff like this out there, People will comment about it. Yeah, it's a given. It's necessary, yeah. I don't understand why you would. Personally, personally for me, I'm just saying personally. Yeah. I'm not saying whatever is whatever. I'm just saying I do not understand that because there will be people that have their own view That's about it. that specific thing that you said. That's it. Yeah. Whether you jump from 10 meters or 20 meters, someone will be like, oh, you should have jumped from 30 meters. People always have an opinion, yeah. Yeah. especially when it comes to the lambda. Yeah. So you can't put stuff like that out there and then say... I understand your train of thought and I understand what Brucey did. I haven't personally seen it. Mm. So I'm just talking about how you guys have explained it. Mm -hmm. But one thing I'm just saying is that it's very difficult for someone to public, especially now that there's a lot of conversation around this whole LGBT and the whole transgender kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. When you put something like that out there, then people can take it and have their own opinion about it. Just based on what you said, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with what he said. I understand that he jumped the gun, especially mm -hmm. if that interview, he did not mention anything about gender reassignment or anything like mm -hmm. that. So I feel like, yes, he's jumped the gun. But then I feel like we live in a society as well that people should be able to express how yeah, they feel. The I same agree. way that I people agree. fight for the fight right movement and then being able to do all sorts of stuff, Kuzkart's clan, all right, whatever nonsense. We all have to accommodate that. So why are, we, why are people getting hit hard when they talk about certain stuff? Yeah, this is I, I, thought, I thought it was a bit, you know... I, I, just, yeah, I just, I understand what you're saying. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like you're in the limelight. The type of person you are, if you talk about your children in that aspect, you shouldn't bring in the media. Yeah, you shouldn't bring it. I think the opinion thing wasn't the problem. The problem was the community attacking him. Saying that's what you're that going that's what to change the, the sex what the of the child. Think gonna, gonna, about these issues. Exactly. The community, we have a problem within our community in regards to talking about this in the first place. place. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's right that the community attacks him. I'm not saying that. Mm. But I'm saying that we have a problem within our community anyway, that anyone that mentions some of these stuff, this is kind of like some of the, the stuff that you should expect like yeah. to receive. If I'm going out there like that, yeah. I need to expect these kind of be Back prepared for it in the yeah. community because the community is not prepared for some of these conversations we know this that stuff we've been talking yeah, I, I, I still think it's not fair for someone to expect that kind of backlash but the media is not fair 
the media in regards to what is publicized in the media about celebrities and stuff, that's what we're talking about. It's not fair. There's no fair system. Yeah, the so media- I feel like when you put yourself on that platform mm. to expose certain situations in your family, then it is lamb to the slaughter. People will take it and drive it along any agenda. I'm not here to say it's right, but I'm just saying that the current state of matters, this is what happens. Yeah, for me personally, what you just said, your statement, um, I have seen it and it is happening as what can say hypersensitive. We're in this world now where we have to be careful of what we say. And especially, I don't want to step on your toe. I don't want to step on your toe. I don't want to step on anyone's toe, especially work environment. That's one, especially in the in the, in the, the media section of it. And then is that that's another one, and especially type of industry that you encountered. Because I guess you could even relate it back to even just speaking on on this podcast as well. Because yeah. you know you always have even have those thoughts in your mind where it's like, yeah, if I say something yeah. on this podcast, yeah. I could step on someone's toes. But yeah. this is a, this should be an environment where, where we should you're be able to share our yeah. own opinion. Exactly. That's it. But it's not it's not the case. That's the thing. That's it's what I'm not, trying to say. It's not about PC and you finding yeah. ways to make. It, but though, I'll let you finish your. Yeah, point. it's not. It's, not the it's case. justified. No, but it's not. It's not the case because I find as what you said about the statement of um, Pierce Morgan's. It's like. We're in a society right now, we always want to please. And that shouldn't be the case, you know? It shouldn't be the case where I have to... Even sometimes in a marriage, you have to be... Your partner or your spouse is so sensitive towards how you approach your yourself or what words you're going to say. And you shouldn't be like that because if your partner knows your intention is good to what you're going to say because it's the benefit for them or it's going to benefit them, I personally think, like, because for me personally, I, I'm a person, I'm very clear, I'm very straightforward. I say how it is. I don't, I'm not in a way where I feel like, oh, how was that person going to feel? Because the way I approach things or how I talk to people is because of my love for that person. If I talk to you, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna, I want to stab you or it doesn't mean that I hate you. That means I'm trying to, I have that love for you because... The way I see it is like, okay, if I'm talking to you and being real, I want that same back, that same towards, I want you to be real with me. It's, that's the way I see it. Is, but the world now does not see that that way. Yeah, but then that's the stuff though. And it always comes down to interpretation. Where a lot of people have made certain statements and they said, oh, it was, I was misinterpreted in regards to what I wanted to say. Yeah. And that's the problem that you have when we're talking about sensitivity. Because yeah. I feel like, People are talking about all being hi- hyper, hyper what? Hypersensitive. Hypersensitive. And, 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 and then you have to go down and go down to the root cause to say, how did we get here in the first place? It's because people have learned that their behavior before was unacceptable or people have learned their, their repercussions of certain behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Because what well, you have to understand with human beings, we're always trying to adapt. We're always trying to find a better place. We're always trying to look back and see what have we done that's really bad and why are we trying to change it? Mm-hmm. And it goes back down to the conversation that we're having now. Because people talk about being hypersensitive, but black people are really hypersensitive when it comes to race, when yeah. it comes to white people talking about race, yeah. right? So I feel like, <laughs> on one hand, you cannot sit there, and, and, and I, th- I think we've touched on this conversation before. You could, you could make excuses for someone that was brought up back in the day, coming here now using certain words, which is not acceptable now. But in their mind, they don't mean anything bad by it. No. Mm-hmm. They're just calling you a nigger because back in the day, they used to call you a nigger. 
So why are you being so sensitive with my boy? This is what I'm saying. And this is no, the, this is, no, 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 no. There isn't. This is the no. stuff. It's interpretation. So for me, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just calling you black because back in the day, that's what we used to refer to. And that what Luis Suarez said. But, he, he, <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm going with when people are talking about yeah. hypersensitive and all yeah. these kind of stuff. There is This is the extreme case I'm trying to put okay, here. Right. But there are other cases where... Because you had... Um, who is the... Who is the director or whatever, managing director or whatever for Ryanair? Do you, do you know his that, name? I forgot his yeah. name anyway. But he made a statement. He was interviewed by the New York Post and he was asked a question around how they would deal with um, fast tracking when it comes to like airport security. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, I saw it. Oh, yeah. I saw the article. I saw Michael Larry. Do, do you know how many times this guy has gone back to say that he was misinterpreted in regards to comments that he's made? Yeah. And do you know what the comment that he's made? He's I like, oh, probably, yeah. let, let, let's not waste time on the families and stuff here. We know who the people that keep committing <laughs> terrorism is. It's just that, you, but black, what, what do you say? He said, oh, Muslim, young yeah. Muslim men. Yeah, yeah, let's just target them. And then families, let's just let families go through. Now, making a comment like that, and people are going to be like, oh, hypersensitive. Mate, I'm sorry. Like, you should not... This is the stuff where sometimes I'm like, yeah, I understand on one hand, but then on the other hand, people are making all sorts of comments already anyway. Piers Morgan is, like, known for that. He makes all sorts of statements. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, because how do you qualify this Michael O'Leary stuff? Because he's come and said that he was mis- misinterpreted. misinterpreted. This is what I'm saying. And this is what Ali's saying, where you could come out and say something, oh, I have the best interest. Oh, so my interest was never to hurt Muslim people or never to make them come across as terrorists mm-hmm. or whatever. Not. But the statement that you made is basically making them come across as terrorists. All young Muslim men are terrorists. It's basically what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, that's not your interpretation. So who, who's, how, how am I meant to take that? So, so, so in counter to what you just said, I, I've, I was in a discussion whereby someone mentioned that we then go down the dangerous lines as, of, as a community as being hypocrites. Yes. In, in the sense whereby we judge ourselves by our intentions, but judge others by their actions. But you don't give other people that benefit of the doubt and in, of, of intentions as you do to yourself. Yeah, but then this is why when these people, um, Michael O'Leary, then come and say, oh, I was misinterpreted, then it's up to the person, like the Muslim community, to say, oh, did this guy actually mean bad to our community? Or are they going to say, as a human being, I make mistakes? So, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it comes with that. that. That's also part of the conversation. But what I'm saying is, it's not, it's not necessarily being hyper... What is it? What's hypersensitive. the word? Hypersensitive in the sense of... I, I just want you more to think about the stuff that you're saying and how it could be interpreted rather than you just saying it because that's the first thought that comes in your mind. Like, I have a partner. I can't talk to my partner anyhow. No. Yeah. Like, so, so if I have to think about how I talk to my partner, because I know she said... I, I remember back in the day, I think she must have called me an idiot. As, as a young... I'm African man. Do you call me an idiot? What, what do you yeah, mean yeah. this is? That, that don't go down. And I know your intention. You don't think that I'm no, an idiot. No. I know you don't. No. But that's language that I need to cut. Yeah. Why do I do that? Um, body language. Well, am I being hypersensitive? Or is it because of my culture and tradition? Love language. You... Love language. Yeah, all yeah, the love, love language, language stuff. Side, but where yeah. do we draw the line here? Yeah, yeah. True. We have partners and we have, we know the, the communication methods that we have with our partners. Because mm-hmm. I know, come, you can't go home and just talk to your missus anyhow. No. She knows that you love her. Yeah. So why does she feel a certain way then? <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's what was elaborating hey. It's true. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. No, yeah, no, you're right. And this is just because it's, it's the last thing, the words that you say, the last thing impression that someone takes away from that. Until next time, that's the LDM perspective. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the LGN Perspective Podcast. Please get in contact with us. Um, we want to create more of an organic platform. So if you have any questions, please check our Instagram page, which is LDN Perspective. You could also reach us on Twitter, Perspective LDN. And please, you could always drop us an email at ldnperspective at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Perspectives, different views, one, one voice. voice.